Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Brown Screens? Welcome back to a live episode of the Dogs Podcast. Sorry we're a few minutes late. Josh was having some technical difficulties on his end. I'm still <laughs> having technical difficulties on my end. Uh, it turns out I need a new computer. So subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the Dog Pack so I can afford to buy a new computer so we can go live on time. Uh, <laughs> if you want to get your intros and your voicemails on the show, head to thedogspodcast.com. Tap leave voicemail in the drop down menu. We love hearing from you guys, especially post game. We love hearing you guys' thoughts. We like getting your intros. We haven't had a good fan intro to play in a while. So jump on there and leave us a fan intro. Um, those were always fun to get. We see some really creative ones. So drop us an intro. Uh, we like to hear those. Uh, today we're going to talk about the, the matchup with the Ravens. Browns coming in very beat up, especially up front on the offensive side of the ball. We're going to get into it, uh, talk about what we expect out of the offense this week and uh just our thoughts on the game in general before we do though remember you can find us on facebook instagram uh twitter and tiktok if you're watching right now on youtube please like and subscribe key word here is please subscribe we're inching closer to to the ten thousand follower we still got a little ways to go but we're, we're getting closer than really we ever thought we would and uh we just need everybody who watches if you enjoy the content please subscribe it helps us out a ton um we can get to that by the end of the season. That'd be that'd be a pretty special goal for us to hit. So help us out if uh, if you haven't already. Please subscribe. Make sure you tap the notification bell. You don't want to miss any new content. We're constantly going live throughout the week, post game and pre game. Uh, you don't want to miss any of the episodes we're quitting now. Uh, lastly, if you're looking for more dogs content, head to jointhedogs.com. Become an official dog pack member on the Patreon page. We have a uh, you get access to the private Discord. You get an extra episode every week. You need to play fantasy football with us to get to just hang out with Browns fans from all over the world. Uh, Veterans Day, we have a ton of vets in there. I would say at least a fourth, if not a third, of our dog pack members are vets. So if you're a Browns fan, you're a vet, you like hanging out with other Browns fans who are also vets, uh, it's just a super good community in there. Everybody gets along. It's a ton of fun, especially on gaming day and uh, just in season in general. The extra episodes are always fun that you guys get to do that we do throughout the week. Um, so if you're interested in more content, you want to hang out with us, you want to meet Brown Spains from all over the world, head to jointhedogs.com, become an official dog pack member. So today's going to be officially the best day I ever look at the camera because uh, I'm not using my computer. I'm stuck using my phone. So maybe, you know, the Lord works in mysterious ways. Uh, so hopefully I'm making great eye contact with all of you. Hopefully none of you guys are too turned on. Um, <laughs> so to go ahead and jump into the uh, what we kind of think of this matchup. Unfortunately, the Browns coming in super beat up up front. We we already knew we were going to be down Jed Wills. Now we we get word today Dewan Jones not not starting. So we're down to now our fourth string tackles. Um, I haven't heard what the Browns are going to do yet, but if I had to guess, 
I would say Hudson's going to play right. I would guess they're going to jump Joel Batonio off the left and probably put Dunn in a uh, guard. That's what I would assume is going to happen. So um, kind of tough going into a game where you're playing. I mean, they're statistically the number one defense in the league in terms of scoring. They're right up there with us in, in all the individual stats of the defense in terms of we're the one and two best t- uh, defenses in the league. So kind of it's it sucks to be into this game. Very beat up up front. It, it, to be honest, this is why you traded three first round picks and you paid two hundred thirty million to Deshaun because it's the NFL and this stuff's going to happen. You're looking for now that you need your franchise quarterback to go out and to elevate and to overcome some of the deficiencies that we're going to have in this game and go win a big game. Um, my only concern is. He's also just now coming back from injury. He's only had one game in the last month and a half. And was that enough of a warm-up for him to be able to come out here and, and essentially have to shoulder the load? I don't expect us to have much of a run game. I'm hoping we will stay committed to it, hopefully, try to keep him honest. But I'm not expecting big day from anybody on the ground. Strong is also questionable. Um, so, I mean, we're basically saying, Deshaun, go win us a game and your second game back from injury against the number one defense in the league on the road. It just, it's going to be a tall task. Um, this is the kind of game I would expect Deshaun to go with us if he had played every game up to this point. And it was in, you know, mid-season four, where it really started to come into his own. It's a tough-ass second game back from injury, and he's probably still not even 100%. Ugh. Yeah, so one thing about Deshaun that I, I wanted to mention as soon as he got brought up tonight I was listening to another show today, a guy who, I don't want to say he like evaluates quarterbacks closely, but he, he he's pretty, you know, offensively minded in the quarterback zone. And he was talking about Deshaun Watson. He said, I went back, I watched every snap or every pass play. He said, in all of his downfield passes, super accurate. And he said, in all of his like short and intermediate throws, kind of weird. They all didn't look very good. Some of them looked okay, some didn't. And he said, I think the main difference is whenever Deshaun goes deep, he has to plant his feet and and do his footwork correctly in order to get the ball where he wants to go. I mean, it's just natural. So he's very accurate when he plants his feet and his footwork is correct. But whenever he's in the intermediate throwing, he doesn't seem to plant his feet always. And he kind of throws off balance. And it seems like that's really affecting maybe, maybe the shoulders not allowing him to make those off-platform throws the way he normally does. So I think if he does not focus on getting his footwork set, for those intermediate throws, we could struggle throwing the ball in this one. I would think to some of the the footwork on these short to intermediate throws, the you know the difference between going deep, you know, in the short to intermediate is essentially uh, how much time you're going to hold on to the ball. So if you're going deep, you're probably sitting in the pocket. You got time to set your base. You know where you're looking, and then you got time to set and throw. On these short to intermediate routes, you're going through your progressions. Boom, boom, boom. Then it's a quick trigger to get the ball out. I don't know if he's seeing the field quickly. I don't know if he's going through his progression super quick right now. And so then his his feet are a little bit behind. His brain's a little bit behind. And the next thing you know, he's throwing off platform. So I think he's still catching up to the speed of everything. He's still um, catching up to the, to the offense. Because, again, all these other quarterbacks who've been healthy all year, they had their three to four week preseason time the first month of the season. Deshaun didn't really get that. Uh, you know, he got to play three games and then goes out for a month. So he's like back in preseason mode. So I think he's he's still got to get up the seed and seeing the game. He's got to get up with the speed. So um, I, 
I'm not ex- I expect this to be a low scoring, ugly game. I do think, despite all the injuries and stuff, I do think the Browns still very much have a chance in this game to get to go in and get the win. Uh, we played tough against them in spurts the first time. They beat us what twenty eight to nothing, and twenty seven three. We yeah, and we gave them short fields all game. Uh, I would have, even if Deshaun's not incredibly accurate this game and he doesn't play as well as he did and say the Titans are the last two and a half quarters of the Cardinals game, I still don't expect him to come out and throw three picks. And I don't expect him to just be running around and dropping the ball and just, I don't expect him to be DTR. I right. still expect the offense to be more efficient than it was that first time around. And if we can stay on the field a little bit, we can play the field uh, position game a little bit and let our defense not be on the field for the entire game, I still think we can muddy up this game, ugly up this game, and, and keep it a game late and be in it you know, with a chance to win with five, six minutes to go. I think something positive to take out of that last game, even if it's Arizona Cardinals, is our quarterbacks, whether it was DTR, P.J. Walker, or Deshaun, wasn't seeing the check down or even, you know what I mean? So I think that during that game, the Arizona, Arizona game, there was at least like six or seven check down opportunities. So that was something that we didn't have that whether they weren't seeing it or they weren't, didn't have enough time for it to open up and develop. So I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be an ugly game. I think this is two defenses that are playing great. I think that it's crazy because Baltimore, you can make the argument. They're one of the ones like most well-oiled teams out there right now in the NFL, they are absolutely playing peak performance right now. I mean, they're they're pretty much steamrolling everybody that they go against. Arizona, they won by two touchdowns, but they blew the brakes off of Seattle. Uh, they won by two touchdowns. I think they scored. Arizona scored a late touchdown. I think. Okay. Well, I think so. even then they just they just went and blew the brakes off of Seattle last week. A team that. We we lost two. Well, Seattle at went the to, last second. Seattle but. went to Baltimore, so I mean, uh, home field. You know, it's a lot. I think they're playing well. Seattle. I'm not saying huh? Baltimore's definitely playing well right now. Yes, if we're not, I'll we got to give them some credit. They're playing well. Oh, for sure, they're definitely one of the top two to three teams in the league right now. But yes. I just don't think that they're um, unbeatable in terms. No, of, I mean, we just watched the Colts and Gardner Minshew beat them. Yeah, uh, you know, everybody said that we couldn't beat San Francisco and. Yeah. So, and we we watched Arizona uh, play. You know, they they hung around a little bit. The the Cardinals kind of ran all over, or the the Ravens ran all over. Um, so it, it's just the when you go into a Ravens game, though, you can't beat yourself because mm-hmm. they're going to play disciplined. They're going to play tough. They're going to play smart. They got a kicker who can make it from sixty plus. Like you got to come out. We can't have pre snap penalties, self inflicted wounds. We can't start drives first and twenty. Like we 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 got to come out. We have to play tough, smart football in this game. And like I said, ugly it up, muddy it up, and keep it a keep it a one possession game. Give yourself a chance to be in it. You know, five six minutes to go in the game. And if that, I think we can do that. I think we can't. But we can't do that if we're playing against the Ravens and we're playing against ourselves. Like we got to come out. We got to play smart. Yep. Well, Fatal Gnome in the super chat just said, "100 percent winner, winner." Watson, dinner, 14 and three train. Woo, woof, woog. I think he put woog, woof, dog check. All right. <laughs> I like how he jumped off the 15 and two train straight to the 14 and three train. Well, that's oh, the yeah. next best well, option right now, man. 
So, John, what do you think? You guys, I, I, uh, I can't see everybody at once. I always forgot you were here. So, no. what do you think we need to do? Dude, I forgot I was here. <laughs> it's a perfect game for Watson, man. I, I think our. Uh... So let's say Watson doesn't have any turnovers, right? That instantly makes us uh, puts us in a way better position than the last time we played the Ravens because we gave them the ball in scoring position twice. Um. I think our special teams gave them the ball in scoring position too, though, if I remember correctly, something like that. Um, but if Watson doesn't have any turnovers, we talked last week about how it's it's not everything that he can do. It's also the the mistakes that he won't make. Like, it's the things he won't do that can make such a big difference. Uh, but I do think we're, as far as scoring goes, we got to allow Watson to just be that guy because they're going to be able to take a run game away without our offensive line. Pass protection is going to be questionable, probably. So Watson's just going to have to go out and prove that he's worth what we paid him. And I, that's that's kind of what I want to see because that's I think that's the way that's how we're going to win, and we are going to win. I completely agree with you. This is a perfect game. I just wish he could have had this perfect game after he just played for the last six weeks instead of you know one week removed from sitting out for a month. It just kind of sucks. Um, but no, I, I agree. If it's, it's going to go as we're going to do as well as he does in this game. I hope he doesn't press. We've kind of seen him at times. I feel like a little bit like he almost is feeling the pressure of the contract and the trade. And, you know, he wants to, everybody to see that he was worth everything the Browns gave up for him. And sometimes I think you can see that in his play, especially if it gets a little bumpy early. I hope he's not pressing. Justin, he talked about the, the the taking the checkdowns. I hope just just continue to take what the defense is giving you. You don't have to go out and be Superman early. Get into a rhythm. Get into a flow. If you if we punt the first two or three times we have the ball, it's okay as long as we're not turning it over. We're we're tackling on special teams. Just don't go lose the game because you're pressing, trying to do too much. Just stay within yourself. Get into a rhythm. Kind of get your feet under you. Get going, and then then you can make some plays as you as you kind of into the speed of the game. I just don't want him coming out, just chucking it around, dumb decisions, turnovers early, that kind of thing. This episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Browns fans, fall is in the air, and that means we're looking forward to more of these crisp mornings, falling leaves, and sweater weather. But more importantly, it's the perfect time for fall grilling, tailgating, and cozy comfort food. And let's go back to that tailgating. There's no better way, no better food, celebrate with at your tailgates and fall cookouts than Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks has all your fall cravings covered with 50% off site-wide during their semi-annual sale. That's 50% off all of your favorite tender, juicy, extra-aged steaks like their Butcher's Cut Filet Mignons. Go to omahasteaks.com right now. Use code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, when you check out to get an extra $30 off your order. With Omaha Steaks, these possibilities are endless. You get endless flavor, endless value on incredible entrees, scrumptious sides, decadent desserts, and so much more. All of them 50% off during the semi-annual sale, and every bite is backed by Omaha Steaks' 100% unconditional guarantee. Go to omahasteaks.com right now. Shop all of your delicious favorites for half the price. Don't forget to enter that promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, when you check out and get an extra $30 off your order. Hurry up. This sale is only for a limited time. Minimum purchase may apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I just wanted to say, if there's anything that we've like learned in our lives in these divisional games, anything can happen. Yeah. I've seen I've seen Browns teams that didn't even deserve to be on the field with really, really great divisional opponents and they make it interesting, sometimes winning the game. I think this is a team, this is a hell of a team. It's one of the best teams that I think we've had in, in our lifetime. So I would love for it to just be a great all-around building block game. This is that a game we kind of, we don't need to have, but man, if you want to make some noise and shake things up, all people have been talking about is how good Baltimore is, how great they are. Go in there, go into their home stadium, punch them in the mouth, come out with the wind, and then move on to Pittsburgh. This is a good opportunity in the next two weeks. We play divisional opponents. Let's put let's put a win together and build some stack some wins. Yes, yep. coach would it say. He would, would be this would be this is a statement game for sure. Yeah. Because like there's sometimes well, we we could beat a team and all of a sudden that team wasn't that good. Even though the narrative coming into the game was how great they are, but then once the Browns beat them, it's like, oh, they weren't that good. The same thing happens to Ohio State. Like, you beat Notre Dame or Penn State, and oh, they're not actually that good. So, I feel like that kind of happens to the Browns at times, too, but you can't say that about ball. Nobody's going to say Baltimore wasn't playing well if they come into this game. Um, how do you think the narrative changes? Say say we don't win, but they we play tough. They beat us on a Justin Tucker 50-yard last-second field goal, they beat us by two or three or something. I still think the narrative starts to change a little bit. Like, these Browns, they can play with anybody. Yeah, I agree. I And the AFC is kind of up for grabs as far as playoff positioning. It's not like any – there's nobody really running away from this thing. Like, it's uh-huh. very, very congested. There, I mean, the whole damn AFC North is in the playoffs right now. Obviously, I don't think that works out like that just based on <laughs> we all have to play each other, you know, one or two more times. I uh, but I do think this is could be a huge, huge statement game for the Browns. I I do. Everybody on in social media and national media is crowning Baltimore. You don't see a lot of people really, at least in my perspective, I haven't seen really anybody giving any respect to Cleveland at all. Everything's been, man, Baltimore's on a tear. Hopefully well, the Browns can stick around and hang around and make it at least a two score game. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is two of the best defenses. They're, it's going to be ugly. I would, and I'm worried. My biggest concern going into it: you have two great defenses, two good teams in general. I could see this being like a high injury game. I could see a lot of injuries in this game, just because this is one of the most heated rivalries in football. I whether whether you agree with it or not, as Browns fans, we hate the Ravens, we hate the Steelers, but we hate the Ravens also. It's this is one that you have if you're a Browns player and you understand the history of this team, you check that every time, both times. You have to beat Pittsburgh twice, and you could beat Baltimore twice. I don't care if we lose every other game when we sucked. If we beat Pittsburgh and Baltimore, great season. Let's move on to next year. Maybe we'll be okay next year. It's huge. And the fact that you're you're in the mix for the playoffs, and then this is, this is the opponent that you get to face off and say, hey, we are the real deal. We want to be in the mix. We want to make the playoffs, maybe win the division. Go win this game. This is huge. I uh, I think key to the game got to avoid an early turnover. Don't let the don't let their crowd get it. Like 
don't come out on the first drive having fumble or throw a pick, especially like a pick six, because that's the the crowd's just going to feed off that. That's it. Avoid the early turnover. Come out like I said. If even if you got to punt the first couple times, just weather the storm. They're going to come out pumped up. It's a divisional game for them. They're playing it at home. They got a chance to really separate themselves. Like they're going to come out fired up. We got to match that level of intensity um, defensively. I I saw a stat that made me a little bit of worried. Is like I think it's the last month or so against main coverage, Lamar's lighting it up. And it turns out the Browns play, you know, 80% of the time in main coverage. Um, and then the key to that is to get pressure, but at the same time, I'm afraid, I'm not going to say I'm afraid to get pressure on Lamar, but I'm afraid to be an uncontrolled rush and open up huge run lanes for him. I would hate for him to only be thrown for 130 yards, but he breaks, breaks the quarterback rushing record. You know, and we can't get him off the field on third down because he keeps running for the for first downs. So I feel like you got to, the Browns are at their best when they're aggressive. They're playing like their hair is on fire. Um, but I also think you have to change it up a little bit in terms of it's got to be a very disciplined rush. You got to keep him in the pocket. Um, he's throwing the ball well, well this year. They're not putting up gaudy numbers, but his completion percentage is like 70 some percent. Um, so you, you got, but that's that's how you got to try to make him beat you, and then just hope they can't. He's not going to nickel and dime you the whole way down the field. You know what I mean? Like, don't get him up the big play. Keep him in the pocket. Make him make him complete seventy percent of his passes, and see if he can get to two hundred yards passing. Because he hasn't got to two hundred yards passing. I don't feel like many times this year, but he's the front runner for MVP right now because he's completing seventy two percent of his passes and playing. They're not their offense isn't insanely explosive, but their score it's super efficient. Like they're just scoring it super efficiently. Their point differentials number one in the league. They're crazy efficient on offense, and then they have a, a suffocating defense. So we just got to try to keep pace with that. You got to try to limit his, the explosive plays out of Lamar. Yeah, I, it'd be nice to see it. <clears throat> Sorry, dog. Go no, ahead. Good. No, you go for it. I just think they also you got to kind of make them one dimensional. Their running game is hitting strides right now. Gus Edwards is touching the ball like ten times and getting two or three touchdowns a game. Uh, Keaton Mitchell, this kid's crazy good and not really, they, they give the ball to Justice Hill a lot and he doesn't really do a lot with it. I think that you have to shut them down on the run and then make Lamar throw the ball. Like you said, if he dices us up with the throw, that's fine. I guess I'm fine with that. But you I, you can't let them just control the clock and run all down our throats. You can't just shut down their running game, make them one-dimensional I'd like just to see our defense be very aggressive. Try to get a couple turnovers if you can. I'd like to see the defense have a little chip on their shoulder because I would say, I mean, they were on the field a ton, but the Ravens kind of had their way against this defense a little bit of that first game, especially in the short field. Like, I mean, we we turned the ball over early in the first quarter and they got the ball like the 10 or 15 yard line. But one play, Lamar runs in. He did it. He's not even down to and tap. He still has a good touch. So, I'm not gonna say like in the defense was a completely bald that game. We gave up 20, you know, points and they had the ball the whole game, short fields, that kind of thing. But I, it wasn't the Browns' best defensive performance by any stretch, in my opinion. You know, like I would like to hopefully we come out with a little bit of edge, a little bit of a chip on our shoulder. Like, okay, the first game we had a rookie quarterback, we were on the field a ton. You know, I'm not gonna call, say it was a fluke, but this is a different team. This is you know different uh, energy today. Uh, so I hope they kind of come out with a chip on the shoulder. 
Yeah, I got a couple injury things I want to ask you guys about. But before I do, Browns fans, in Ohio, Caesar Sportsbook is running a new sign-up offer that you don't want to miss. New customers can get their first bet on Caesars up to $1,000 by using our code DOGS1000 during sign-up. Not only will your first bet be covered, but you're also going to be directly supporting our show. So if you haven't joined Caesars yet, now's the perfect time to make your move. Just remember, enter our code DOGS1000 during sign-up place that first bet that's dogs 1000 this offer is only available for new customers who are 21 and older and physically present in ohio please gamble responsibly if your loved one has a gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER check the episode description for the full terms of the offer to see if you can qualify uh i wanted to bring up the secondary because i kind of went under the radar this week but cam mitchell who'd been filling in for greg newsom got placed on ir this week with a hamstring injury and I know Greg knew some practice this week but it was I believe every practice was limited so he's going into the weekend questionable the last I saw um mm-hmm. now it sounds like there's a chance he's going to play but even if he does play he's he's not going to be at full strength and if he doesn't play who's who's our other corners outside of Denzel and Emerson I'd love to tell you, but my computer's not working. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Let me do some research. I'm at 21% updates. If you guys can hang on for like three to four more hours, I'll be able to get you our roster. Uh, I think um, we'll be all right. <laughs> it's, uh, man, injuries. It's killing us, rough, man. Rough season for injuries. Mike Ford. Mike Ford. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. He's played well at times. I, but yeah, I mean, it's, he's still not. Inter Mitchell been playing really well. I think. Against the Cardinals, was he our top? He might have been our operated defensive player, or at least secondary player. Um, it's and then Newsom. We all know Newsom's a dog. He's you know uh, missing a game or two now, so it's it kind of sucks that the Browns, the Browns make a move for what they hope is a franchise quarterback. They they're five and three. They weathered the you know all this adversity. We're still we're in prime position to make a playoff push. And it's just even more injuries. Like, oh, let's lose our left tackle. Oh, let's lose our corner. Let's lose our our his backup. It's like, Nate, we can't just freaking break. I mean, it's been every week. So, like I was telling somebody today, it started week one. Like the season kicked off this way. Jack Conklin down, gone for the season. And then week two, Chubb down, gone for the season. Week three, Deshaun Watson plays the whole game. But then we lose him for the next four. And it's like, and then in between there's just guys going down left and right. We got all three of our running backs are dealing with injuries right now. You got Ford's got that ankle sprain that he's somehow carrying the ball 20 times last week through. Uh, Strong might not even play with his hamstring injury. And then Kareem Hunt's still dealing with his thigh issue, which I, I I don't know how much is limiting him, but they're all banged up. And, you know, we we lost Marquise Goodwin. We we traded away Donovan Peoples-Jones. I mean, we're we're kind of thin. It's it's wild what we're going through right now. The uh, Do you expect, if, is Kenny Drake going to get activated? Uh, possible we'll see what happens if he does i think that means strong is out and i I, I don't know how severe the hamstring injury is going to be but see how long it keeps him out if it does what do you expect if Kenyon drake is elevated are we expecting much out of him i mean at one point he was pretty solid back he's just the revenge left in the tank i feel like he's a revenge game yeah he's and he's a seasoned veteran running back i think that you can kind of stick him in and i i don't think you're looking for like super big fireworks or anything, but I think competent running back play out of Kenyon Drake definitely can expect that. So call me crazy, but if I'm the Browns this week, I'd probably start Kareem Hunt at running back. Yeah. And I'd give if you're gonna give a running back carries this week, I'd give Kareem the twenty and and give Ford, 
you know, the, the 12 to 15 or whatever, because, um, I think this is not a game. Like I said, we can't live in second and 12. Oh man. Okay. Um, and I just think with Kareem, which is, is, is one cut in North and South, you know, we're going to find ourselves at least if you're in second and long, it's going to be second and eight, not second and 12. You know what I mean? And it doesn't sound like a lot, but that's a big difference on the play sheet between second and eight and second and 12. And it's just, I just think his style of running against this defense, I'm not, I'm not giving the ball to four to, to start 50% of our drives in second and 10 plus. Um, I see, I watched some of the uh, Jake Burns film breakdown. I just, I just don't know. Ford just doesn't see the field that well. And, and some of this stuff, like it would take a nice cut. Okay. Like I understand like the hole is here and, and the cutback lane is here and it would take like a, you know, a good jump cut to get into that lane and go. But maybe you're supposed you're starting running back in the NFL. You like, even if you don't bust it for 60, I still expect you to at least like see it and, and try it. Just he's tight. A little bit of Trent Richardson syndrome, and I just don't know if we can afford that. I don't mind peppering him in the ear um, because he's got some speed, and if you can get him on the edge and get him through the first line of defense, like, and he's in the open field, he's gone. And and Creek Hunt's probably not running away from being in the open field right now. I just don't know if we need a home run hitter in running back this game as much as we just need somebody who's going to keep us ahead of the chains. Like the the pros of Jerome Ford potentially hitting a sixty yard. It is not worth the cons of being second and 12 for, like I said, 50% of our drives. It's just not. So um, I, I would consider starting Kareem Hunt this week. I wanted Strong to get these carries, but he, for the, I mean, I'm assuming he must not be very good at pass, bro. And that's why he's not getting on the field often. And, and now he's banged up. Um, so I, I would go to Kareem Hunt. I'd love to see what the chat's saying, but I don't know if you guys heard, but my computer's not working. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't I can't, once or twice. <laughs> uh, so I can't even, you know, I can't even reference the chat to see what's going on. It's a very shoddy episode by the Dogs Podcast today. I apologize. Um, but uh, so I, I would start Cream Hunt, um, and you got to get Andrew involved in the game just. Deshaun's got to come out and he's got to play well, but he can't press. He's just got to let the game come to him, um, stay under control, make good decisions, hold on to the ball. If I I think his legs could be like a big, he could end up being our leading rusher, potentially second leading rusher. But if you get in the open field, you're going to take a hit. I want to see him get down. Yep. Because I, I don't want, we can't afford to, I mean, if he goes down again, we can only go well with a backup quarterback so many times. Like we're not going to keep pulling out wins with pj walker or vtr so now we um, saw him take that shot easy. last week and he got up shaking the the shoulder and it was like oh man i mean i think every browns fans heart just dropped right down to their gut on that one haven't heard anything though like he, he didn't experience any setbacks he is from what i know he's he practiced all week good yeah yeah so that's that's nice and, and you know maybe that was just his reaction to like oh i just got popped in my bad shoulder that's been hurt for over a month my okay and then you know he ends up making that super nice throw down the field to Mari cooper one of the prettiest passes you're ever going to see and uh, he's okay he's good filthy it was okay. man um 
Well, would you any more thoughts on the game? Anything else? I don't know how long we'll be going because my computer's not working. Let's oh, do right score predictions. Right around our half hour mark. So yeah, let's do it. 21-10 Browns. That was just me clapping because I was so damn proud just now, John. Go ahead. Who's next? I uh, go ahead, Blake. I was gonna say So my brain says Ravens are gonna win because they just that's what happens. No. But my gut and and my spirit and my heart is gonna say Browns win one seventeen fourteen get it with the last the last second field goal out of Dustin Hopkins. Love it. Okay. This is one where I would say it's going to be, like you mentioned it earlier, it's going to be a tough, I think it's going to be a low scoring, tough game. But I mean, I guess not super low scoring because I'm going to predict 1918 rounds. I think we just, just squeak it out because. How do you I, get to 19? I was, that's what I was going to say. I was like, I, we got to figure that out real quick. Couple safeties. What are you talking about? Teams, plenty of teams put up 19. Oh, play for two. Play for two. Go yeah. For two. Go for two. You there know. you go. There's all kinds of ways to get there. I thought you were going to say 1918 I, a few years after the Titanic sank or something. I didn't know what we were talking about. We think about it. If you <laughs> score if you score a touchdown, kick a field goal, and you're at 10, <laughs> and then you kick two, three more field goals, you're at 19. There, there's 19. There, there you go. Matt, there Matt is go. not that hard when you just sit down and let it work itself out. It's, That's right. I can actually see us kicking a lot of field goals, so there you go. Yes. Give me Browns. Right, John, bring it home. Uh, Rod, John, I think, are, yeah. Sorry. Give me Browns 24-17. Cool. Let's make the division interesting. Yeah, no kidding. Um, well, we're going to wrap this thing up. We like to keep these preview episodes nice and short and sweet. Thank you guys for joining us on a Friday night. We really appreciate you being here. We appreciate you waiting for us as we were to uh, have our technical difficulties. One day we'll be able to hire a production team and they'll figure all this stuff out for us. But until the year 2085, we're going to have to keep doing it ourselves. Um, so we appreciate you hanging tight, being patient. Uh, I assume the chat was good. You guys never let us down. Uh, so we appreciate you guys being here on a Friday night. Can't wait to, uh, hopefully see you guys Monday, uh, or Tuesday, whichever day we decide to go live oh, next. I uh, have to stop you real quick, way. real quick. Aaron, D, yes, so okay. we missed his super chat and I'm glad he reminded us cause I wasn't keeping my eyes on the chat either. Blake, I know you couldn't see it. He says, I'm yeah, usually, my computer's not working. Yeah. He says, I'm usually <laughs> working when these things go on. Not this time. Wanted to show some love and support. Go Browns. Big time statement this Sunday, fellas. Time to change the narrative. That's a perfect uh-huh. way to... You know what? I'm glad that I didn't see that till now. Perfect way to end this show. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I agree. You, He's a Dog Pack member. Uh, so if you guys like what Aaron had to say and feel inspired, join the Dog Pack and uh, you can talk to him anytime you want. Uh, so, <laughs> except for when he's at work. Uh, but again, we appreciate you guys being here. We appreciate all the support for the show. We can't wait to see you guys next week. Hopefully talking about a huge Browns divisional win over the Ravens. Uh, until then, stay safe. Have a great weekend and go Browns. Go Brownies. Go Browns. Oh, 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 oh. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.